I'm Mark Ashby, reading from USA Today Money's section. Four Year-End Tax Tips for 2016 by Matthew Frankel With all the major 2015 tax deadlines behind us, and tax season still several months away, tax planning may be the furthest thing from your mind right now. However, smart tax planning is a year-long process, and the moves you make now could save you lots of money when it comes time to file your tax return in 2017. With that in mind, here are four things you might want to do before 2016 comes to an end. 1. Maximize your retirement accounts. If you contribute to an IRA, you technically have until the April 15th tax deadline to make your contributions for the 2016 tax year. However, if you max out your contributions by the end of this year, you'll give yourself more time to focus on making your 2017 contributions next year. For both the 2016 and 2017 tax years, the maximum allowable contribution to a Roth or traditional IRA is $5,500, with an additional $1,000 catch-up contribution allowed if you're over age 50. If you don't want to be scrambling to get your contributions in next year, the maximum contribution translates to $458.33 per month, $514.66 if you're over 50, spread out over an entire year. If you have self-employment income, then you could be eligible for additional types of retirement savings, such as a simple IRA, SEP IRA, or solo 401k, all of which have significantly higher contribution limits than standard IRAs. If you haven't started investing in an IRA yet, or have questions about what to do with your money after you contribute, then check out the Motley Fools IRA Center. 2. If you're over age 70 and a half, make sure you've withdrawn enough. After you reach 70 and a half years of age, you have to start taking required minimum distributions, RMDs, from your pre-tax retirement accounts, including traditional IRAs and most 401k and similar retirement accounts. The amount you need to withdraw each year depends on your account balance at the end of the previous calendar year, as well as your and your spouse's ages. Most retirees can find their expected distribution period on the IRS's Uniform Lifetime Table, and there is another table for cases where the account's sole beneficiary is a spouse more than 10 years younger than the account owner. For example, let's say you had a combined balance of $1 million in pre-tax retirement accounts as of the end of 2015, and you and your spouse are both 75 years old. Per the Uniform Lifetime Table, you have an expected distribution period of 22.9 years, so you would divide your account's balance by this factor, which yields an RMD of $43,668. You don't need to take it all at once, but make sure you've taken enough by the end of the year, as the penalties for not doing so are severe. If you fail to take your entire RMD, the IRS can assess a penalty of 50% of the amount you didn't withdraw. As a final note, you have until April 1st of the calendar year following the year in which you turn 70 and a half to take your first RMD. However, if you wait until the last minute, you'll need to take your first two RMDs within the same calendar year, which could have major tax consequences. 3. Donate to Charity Charitable donations can make excellent tax deductions, but they absolutely must be made before the end of the calendar year to qualify. You can deduct donations of cash or property to qualified organizations, which include, but are not limited to, federal, state, or local government organizations if the donation is to be used for public purposes, churches, synagogues, or other religious organizations, 
nonprofit organizations created for charitable, educational, religious, literary, or scientific purposes, war veterans organizations, volunteer fire departments, civil defense organizations. You can deduct the actual dollar amount of most cash donations. If you received an item of value in exchange for the donation, then you can deduct the difference between the item's value and your donation. For example, if you pay $50 to attend a fundraising dinner held by a qualifying organization and the dinner would have reasonably cost $20 elsewhere, then you can deduct the $30 difference. When it comes to donated property, it's a little more complicated. The IRS allows you to deduct the fair market value of donated items, which, to be clear, does not mean their retail value. Many popular organizations, such as Goodwill, provide valuation guidelines for donated items. For large items, such as automobiles, the appraised value or blue book price is fine, and for other items, use your best judgment. Used item web-